So I've got basically two balances. I'm pretty much uh, pretty much relying on my family, wife, and three kids. They are, I would say, a very important base for everything. And then when I look at the balance that I need to bring into the mix between the role of a CEO of a publicly traded company, which is still small to beginning of the mid-size and, and growing and uh, in a competitive environment, you need something that will balance you and will drive you nuts. So that's the role of sports, I would say. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J-Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J-Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to an awesome episode in 20 Minute Leaders. And I'm not just saying that because I love 20 Minute Leaders, but because this really is a great episode that I thoroughly enjoyed making with Yossi Carmil, the CEO of Celebrite, a global leader in digital intelligence solutions for the public and private sectors. The company's technology is used in millions of investigations around the world, helping thousands of law enforcement agencies to convict bad actors and bring justice to victims of crime. Carmel started as one of Celebrite's very first employees and has been serving as CEO for the past 17 years. Before joining Celebrite, he was Siemens' commercial vice president in Israel. He has more than 25 years of experience in management, international sales, business development, and strategic consultancy. Prior to working in the private sector, he served at the Israeli Ministry of Defense. Um, I'm already so thankful for your time, uh, let alone that you're uh, today the CEO of, of uh, such an amazing company, Celebrite. Your journey spans beyond that and is definitely non, non-conventional from, uh, from Vice President Commercial at, at Siemens and then sales at, at ITS Telecom and transitioning to VP Sales to CEO within Celebrite. And, and soon you'll tell me a little bit about your own perspective of your own journey, as well as the, the market that Celebrite is in, the, the different challenges and opportunities that are presented through emerging technologies in your worlds. And so this is going to be an interesting conversation, you'll see. And we'll see where it goes over these 20 short minutes. Tell me a little bit about your, your journey from your perspective. And I want to start from, uh, from, from you as an athlete. You, you wake up at 5.30 a.m. every day, which I find fascinating always. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, I, I, indeed, I train between six to seven, six to seven days a week. Uh, which means practically almost every day, if not every day. It's a mix of, uh, of, of running, swimming, and yoga. Uh, until seven years ago, I'm 56, but when I, when I was wow. 49, I stopped uh, a row of few marathons and few triathlons, which I did during my 40s. But sport is there since I was 14, uh, through my military track, and, and after that, Ministry of Defense. Sports was always there, and it has to do something with, uh, first of all, it has to do with, I would say, two things, or maybe three things, which are typically part of my personality. Uh, I would say persistence, high discipline, and pretty much well-balanced. Uh, if, if you add the three together, uh, it's, it's somehow, you know, in our world, or at least in my world, I, I think I have a fascinating role. As a CEO of Celebrate, I'm in this world for 
69 quarters right now. I'm running the company for my 19th year. Uh, just on uh, make sure that the mobile doesn't make any noise. But um, you need a balance. So I've got basically two balances. I'm pretty much uh, pretty much relying on my family, wife, and three kids. They are, I would say, a very important base for everything. And then when I look at the balance that I need to bring into the mix between the role of a CEO of a publicly traded company, which is still small to beginning of the mid-size and, and growing in a, in a competitive environment, you need something that will balance you and will drive you nuts. So that's the role of sports, I would say. Incredible. And uh, we'll leave it to another, to another episode to understand how you're, how you're managing to balance all of that and maintain such, a, such energy and optimism. And obviously that is an aid to all of that. Um, tell me a little bit about transi- your, your personal transitions, economics, MBA, sales, um, leadership to CEO, even on, a, on, a, on an abstract level, this progression. What, what was that like for you? Um, look, I, um, I, I left the house when I was 18 and joined um, a paratrooper unit in the Israeli army as a combat and after that uh, as, uh, as an officer. And uh, I think that was the first, that, that were, were the steps when I gained, uh, I would say, the real self-confidence because I was a really good, uh, nice, disciplined boy Great parents, by the way, which are still alive and healthy, both of them. And uh, I started basically a journey, I would say, of, uh, I don't call it commanding, it's a, it's a life of uh, challenges, uh, growth within, uh, uh, I had the luck that, that um, I would say qualitative leaders had touched me along the road and gave me value. And... Um, um, some kind of a leadership growth. Uh, I would say that um, uh, I spent uh, after the few Israeli uh, after few years in the Israeli Ministry of Defense, I moved to Europe, and I left life of ten years mostly in Germany. Did my my academy degrees, economy and MBA, and and worked uh, in Germany uh, for the first time in commercialized Bosch uh, um, and and Siemens. Uh, that that gave me obviously some kind of an international and global perspective in my life, and uh, I I did the German part uh, not only because I found Germany is a great country, um, an an amazing country, and I had really um, very rich life over there, both private, cultural, and um, and professional. Uh, at the end of the day, I searched for a relative advantage. And there were not back then. There were not so many Israelis who did the European arena as part of the professional build-up. You could see many Israelis who are doing something in Israel. Some many gained uh, relatively studied law in UK or in the USA. Studied medicine in Italy back then. I'm I'm talking about the 90s, but not that many was riding on that train of. Uh, uh, learning or making a start of the professional career in Europe in order to leverage later on. And indeed, later on, uh, I succeeded to do two things. To uh, ride on the relative advantage of the German-Israeli uh, environment to do the Siemens role, so German company in Israel. And immediately after, 
I moved to an Israeli company who wanted to open the German market. And then I did also uh, my, my first managerial roles in the commercial world, VP commercial of Siemens, and, and after that managed sales and managed sales teams. Joining Cenebrite was something completely different. I joined as employee number five, uh, joined a, a small company that was amazing in terms of uh, potential and, and, and growth. Um, and basically over there added the experience of, you know, joined as a VP sales. I was uh, nominated as a, as a CEO five quarters later on and started the managerial German, a journey. We were acquired by a Japanese public company later on, two years later. And I had the opportunity, basically, so I was nominated the CEO was 2005-2007, acquired by a Japanese public company. And I think that was an amazing experience to do the journey as a, a small company, which is growing side by side with a Japanese shareholdership with a major market in the USA, really interesting combination. And uh, that was, um, and, and Celebrite took off, grew up, we, I can, I don't know, uh, what, what would you like to hear about it? But it's a company that uh, it dominated the niche. Then after that was smart enough to add another niche and grow and conquer twice a niche and become a, a major market share. then drop a niche in order to focus and then grow from digital forensics to a digital intelligence company, private to public, an amazing journey. I love it. So transformation for the age of digital investigations. Let's start there. It's not a trivial statement. I can see why that resonates with a lot of the, the, a lot of the potential and growth that you observed within Celebrite as, as, as a employee number five. Tell me a little bit about digital investigations and then the transformation within this age. With pleasure. So look, first of all, we are, as a company, uh, Celebrate, we are serving um, 7,000 customers as a B2B, out of which run about 5,000, 5,000 plus are in the context of a B2G business to government, uh, Homeland Security customers. 90% of those 5,000 are law enforcement agencies. So Celebrate wow. is a professional vendor, one of those that really know how to work with police. And I'm... I am, I'm, I'm encouraged and, and pretty much motivated and fascinated by the work with police forces for several reasons. Because the value you bring to them, to the forces, is something that contributes to the personal security of each one of us, of our kids on the streets, of everything. I think that what police is doing is almost wholly in terms of professional and national security. So first of all, the company and myself, we are on that side. Uh, those forces are um, facing today a world of investigations which is becoming more and more digital and they have to perform under very tough conditions. And I would say that first and foremost, uh, they are, if we are looking at what are the challenges which are uh, being solved by the Celebrate portfolio, those are three challenges. And the challenges are, I would say, first, uh, digital evidence quantity and complexity. The second one is the inefficient and assignable mode there were in the way that investigations are being done today. And the third one is, um, I would say, the need of the police to be ethical and to be accountable to the way 
they do investigations. The first one about the, the, the data um, 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 quantity and complexity is the fact that my customers, our police forces today, which are serving each one of us, are facing basically a, an environment of explosion of data. They are overwhelmed by data, by the quantity of digital sources, you know, mobile computer drones, cloud uh, um, um, routers, uh, CDRs, cars, videos, etc., etc. Okay, cryptocurrency. It's also the amount of data per device. Think about the data on mobile five to six years ago compared to the amount of data which a mobile has today. Think about the hundreds of applications and the fact that when there is a need to deal with those digital sources and take, for example, mobile, which is the main expertise of Celebrite, think about the encrypted environment and the locked environment that they are dealing with. So basically a very complex environment that not only we, you and I and other civilians uh, operating with, but also crime, uh, crime criminals, which are becoming more sophisticated. The second part is the inefficiency and the, the silo mode. Look, uh, we look at uh, police TV series, we think that everything over there is very dotted, connected, sexy. It is not. Uh, not so manual work, siloed work, disconnected between databases and storages, and lack of, lack of professional personnel. The police is very professional, but they are lacking on budget. So they are suffering from backlog in labs, in police station, piling amount of mobiles. And you need something that will give an answer to that. And the third, uh, the amazing work of police is, again, fa faces the need in the digital era to give results fast, professional, to come to the golden evidence as quick as possible. But on the other end, they need to pay attention to chain of custody, the rights of the suspect, to touch only the relevant evidence in the context of targeted investigation. So if someone made a financial crime as a suspect, you don't necessarily need to see the naked pictures of his baby in the bath, uh, which are saved on the mobile. So they need to be ethical in the way they do investigation and they need to be accountable for the evidence. And for all the three challenges, one need to bring an answer and the answer to that in order to make investigations, I would say, smarter, faster, and more efficient, and bring them as quick as possible to the golden evidence, the answer to that is, among others, the portfolio of Celebrites. And I will stop here. It's a lot to unpack. When you're looking at law enforcement, different organizations that are, that are making use of these ethical and accountable mechanisms, Tell me a little bit about the way that you're structuring these partnerships and how do you generate your own understanding about how to integrate technology and, and celebrate mechanisms to existing, existing mechanisms, right? I mean, we're talking about, you know, some, you know, you know, long-term strategies, different actions that are being taken by these different agencies and, and you're coming and you're shifting a little bit, you know, augmenting in some senses, I'm sure fixing things in other senses. How does this whole, you know, in Hebrew, mishmash, how does this whole thing take place for, uh, as a tech you know, I, I, I'm not sure I'll give you an answer, but it's a discussion, actually, at the end of the day. So I'll give you my thoughts and allow me basically to bring it a little bit down to earth. Please. Uh, I am, uh, 
interested by technology. By as a person, I'm much more interested by the the ability of a technology to serve a mode of operation, and I'm fascinated by a business case. That's me. All right. I will tell you that uh, by the way, uh, I could definitely manage also companies which are not necessarily um, technological by nature. However, your question was about how to combine technology, but in, in between lines, I would rather take it to how a simple solution enables a simple mode of operation. And if I go back to Celebrite, I think that uh, if I can contribute to a, a, or give a tip uh, to, to CEOs in that direction, we have the luck also to be smart, listen to customers, and in 2008, to enter into that digital forensics era or line of business, we were not the first, we were a me too strategy, and we brought a simple solution, which was, by the way, designated to take, transform data from a source phone to a target phone in point of sale of mobile operators. That's the original Celebrite. We brought that simple solution, simple to use, rich in technology into the police in order to enable them to meet the challenge of just take evidence hashed and protected from mobiles in order to bring a golden evidence as part of investigation, to bring an actionable evidence that they can stand behind. Celebrite was more than is the world champion doing that in mobile. That was the start. And I reached a situation that in 2014, 2015 already, police in the US talk all over the place about the fact that they are celebrating a device in the land. So became, I became, we became sticky in the lab of police as much as a refrigerator in your kitchen or an LCD in your living room, all right? And I would say I brought technology in that simplifies the process, give an answer to a very critical need in a simple way and became pretty much a standard, but how? What makes a Me Too to a successful Me Too? You basically penetrate, look at your environment, and then you need to be smart enough in order to create a technological or any other kind of USP that creates a gap that the original entities in that field cannot close. And that's what we succeeded to do. That was the technology. But a technology not necessarily in the the technological edge because we did it. We were the first company to bring the ability to unlock uh, 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 um, or, or deal with deleted data and hidden data on mobile devices. We were the first to bring the Samsung and later on the iOS. Um, and uh, But what we brought also something very simple, something simple to use that was that could used by a simple police officer, a simple examiner, and later on, also for those who would like to make a more deep dive into reviewer items or review with our tools, a rather more complex or deep dive uh, uh, data in order to get uh, deeper into a case. And for that, by the way, we brought later on an expansion or an extension of the portfolio with investigative analytics, AI-based, machine learning-based, giving an answer to the need of connecting um, or, or um, surfacing data faster, uh, um, bringing the ability to narrow millions of 
images or uh, um, or images into the few which are selected and relevant to the case, connecting between suspects as part of link analysis, and so on and so forth. And slowly but surely, we are adding an answer, giving an answer to the major pain, bringing the ability for the police to manage the investigations, sharing, reviewing, a, a, a permission management, and so on and so forth. And on the fly, although we are a software and a product company, we understood that we need also to give an answer to enabling the police to stand behind the evidence also in court. So for that, we are building our service academy. So it's not about only the technology, but how do you support the professional ability of our customers to stand behind the evidence all the way, not only to extract it and review it and analyze it, but also to be trained well enough and certified enough to come and stand behind the evidence in court. I'm talking about the prosecution. So what am I telling you is actually, it's how to bring technology, which is suitable to a certain mode of operation. And I, my, our plan is to update and upgrade the ability of police with technology, which then enable them to change the mode of operation. And this is why when I look at the company, five to six years ago already, when people said mobile collection and review or digital forensic, they said Celebrite. I would like to see five years from now that I'm contributing, bringing value to the police to, by the way, either on agency level, but sometimes also on a police station level or a here or bureau to digitize the investigative flow end to end. So they will say, who helps me to digitize it end to end? They will say Celebrite. So I'll stop here. I hope I gave you some perceptions here. You didn't just give me some perceptions, but you've opened a whole can of worms inside of uh, my head with uh, things that I'm curious and interested by. Um, 20 minutes is not nearly enough time to cover any of the, of the huge items that you've mentioned, but, but you're touching on some very fundamental um, questions about how do you, how do you leverage technology and, and use the word simple quite a few times, which, which I think speaks a lot to you under your deep understanding as to at the end, how do you create that stickiness like the LCD in the living room and the microwave in the kitchen? And how do you then uh, realize that it's not just enough for them to to have that stickiness, but then you have to also provide the in-depth so that they can actually stand behind what they're doing with this with this evidence, which I think is a is is not a trivial concept on its own. And uh, Yossi, I really want to thank you for for your time and your energy. I learned a lot in these 20 minutes. I, I, I'm going to take these 20 minutes and now dive into it much more myself. Uh, and I really want to thank you for being here. And uh, again, best of luck with the with the, an amazing journey with Celebrite and everything else that you're doing. And uh, thank you very much for being here. Yeah, thank you very much for your time and for the opportunity and good luck. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>